Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Insight Podcast, giving you a unique insight into the music and ministries of independent Christian artists. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Thank you very much. And here we are once again at the Artist Insight here on Notespire Radio. And I've got the pleasure to be talking once again, because we did this before. Nicole's Power is in uh, Australia, Brisbane, Queensland. And she is with us over Zoom, actually. And we are, uh, we're going to spend some time talking together about, uh, music and the gifts that you've, uh, that go out is that the Lord has given her. And, uh, we got, some, we got a, a great, a great show here for you, I'm sure. So, all right. Nicole, how you doing? Hi, Paul. Doing really well. And you pronounced Brisbane very well there. I, okay. <laughs> Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know that I had, to, of course, I had to check that before that before I did that. Anyway, yeah. make sure it was right. So, tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit more about where that is. I mean, I think people a lot of times they'll just say, "Oh, okay, she or he is from Australia," but that's like saying yeah. he or she lives in the United States because there's just so much more to it. So, tell us a little bit more, a bit more specific about where you are. Oh, for sure. And I think in the States, you, there's a huge contrast <laughs> probably between states as well, I would say. Um, there's a contrast here, but maybe not so much. But um, we're in Queensland. It's one of the states in Australia. And it's very much a tourist destination. So you probably find a lot of you guys come over here and see the reef and go to Sydney and so forth, but Queensland, oh, Sydney's in New South Wales, but um, Queensland's a massive, there's a Gold Coast, beautiful um, state of Australia. They say Queensland is beautiful one day and perfect the next. So it's uh, winter here and I'm actually looking out and it's absolutely gorgeous. I've got shorts on actually because we're going uh, out for a family picnic birthday today. Uh-huh. And um, we're getting a bit of a tan while we do that. <laughs> wow! Can you imagine? Okay, and and you, and it's and it's winter. It's winter there for you. It's smack bang in the middle of winter. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and also to let our listeners know, of course, everybody knows about time zones and things. So, uh, as we're recording this, it's uh, just after seven p.m. for us here in Pennsylvania, in the United States. Uh, just so after, just after seven p.m. on a Friday. Uh, but yet it's a little after 9 a.m. on Saturday for you. Right. That's right. Wow. As I was saying, we're very progressive over here. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I just think that that's kind of, you. I know it's the same. It's it's weird to kind of wrap my mind around that. Around that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost like you're, you're in the future and 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 it's but it's it's but we're and we're in the past but yet we're not you but you get you get to see the day the next day before we do that's weird okay all right if i spend too much time on it i'm gonna have to have another cup of coffee all right (laughs) are you a coffee drinker nicole i do i have um coffee most mornings and I might have to talk to you a little bit later, a few hours. But okay. I do now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Well, I, I won't say that's a prerequisite for uh, for interviews, but it's close. But it is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I want to, and, and we know that uh, I've got your, uh, I'm on you actually on your Facebook page now, a lot of great stuff on it. And I want to mm. read something, read something to our listeners. Uh, the first thing you're going to see, my friends, when you go to Nicole Spowart worship s-p-o-w-a-r-t on facebook uh and she's got this uh the first thing you see on her feed is uh it says in isaiah that when deep darkness covers the earth we are exhorted to look up and as we do the glory of the lord and it goes on from there and that's from nicole's youtube channel friends which i want you i want to make sure that you go there uh after the interview and check it out her youtube channel because he's got a lot of wonderful videos on there and uh so nicole let's talk about that song the glory of your name written by uh kristen pennington and you yes. correct That's so right. yeah, yeah tell us about that wow that's actually an amazing time of songwriting when we um came to do that song i'm just casting my mind back because it was a few years yeah but i'm in a songwriters group online i'm in a couple but there's one that's quite active and leading up to this probably just a, a few days before i was in the word and there was all of these scriptures that kept jumping out well not so much well i just kept reading in different places one is in isaiah there's other spots as well and it talks about um how he sets the heavens high, he sets the foundations of the earth. And I actually woke up with a melody as well. So there was a bridge formed with words around that, with a melody to it. And I really felt, you know, sometimes you really feel the Holy Spirit in something. Yes. It was very strong. Then, incredibly so, within a week, I would say, in the next week or two, I saw Kristen, who I'd never talked to in my life, never seen. Um, I possibly had seen her name in this group, but she'd released a song. And again, I just felt that anointing. And I think God shows us things for reasons. Um, almost yeah. really felt that strongly. And I told her how much I loved the song, so I messaged her and we chatted a bit about songwriting. And she said, oh, do you ever do collaborations? And I said, well, actually, and that's when I felt like God was in it and I shared this bridge that I'd had and I'd written some lyrics or words and she came back and, um, you know, put uh, some, suggested some other melodies and other words and it all, this song was born and we, it's just, I, it's one of my favourites. Um, been a few songs I've written with other people, but Glory of Your Name, incredibly powerful. And wow. we got together with Brian Oliver, who's a producer over there. Yeah. He'd produced a couple of my songs and he put it all together and we released it. And wow. yeah, that was one of those words, you know, in Isaiah, when it says, Deep darkness covers the earth, we're exhorted to look up. And look up. so it's just all about the glory of his name. And we could be in any situation and we could still be with him and in his presence, in his kingdom, and feel that joy and, and all that he is and all he has. Yeah, Which is amazing. yeah. I I don't think that I have heard that song. I'm not sure if we have it on our radio station or not. If we don't, we we need to get it on there. Um, mm. And and that's that's another a, a topic that I think uh, is important, especially especially now. I guess not that it's ever not important, but with the you know things in the world 
uh, whether it's our the world that is just a small circle around us or things that are going on with us and to us or to those that we love or whatever, uh, or it's, you know, the, a global situation to always to be looking up. And I, it's so, I think we can never be reminded enough that we need to, to be looking up because God is, is, he is sovereign over all of it. And, and the glory of, I like that the glory of the Lord will, it'll just shine through everything. It's wow, that's so powerful, very powerful. Nicole, when you did you um we'll get back to the music in a second, but I want to go back and, and ask how you got into Christian music and, and writing and singing. Was it mm-hmm. was it more recently in your life or has it some been something that's just kind of always been there? No, so I was a well, not even a young adult. I was an adult when I was fully saved and started walking with the Lord and yes. changed and transformed my life um, so incredibly, sort of quickly as well as, you know, an ongoing solo process, um, quickly in that I recognised the truth of who he is and that relationship. That was the big thing for me, just being able to connect with him and um that healing that comes and so forth. So at that point, worship was the thing, and my hubby would say the same, that really drew us to church and to you know, being able to sense his presence and be with him. And you know, it opens, you know, Thanksgiving opens to his presence. And not long after I started, well, I was actually in a children's band and I was writing okay. songs for them. Yeah. Um. And then that was secular. And then um, sort of like the wiggles. But I started having, once we started attending church and I could see what it was all about, you know, <laughs> um, I just started having songs come up in me. Yeah. In a way that I wasn't seeking it out. It was almost like a prayer or a Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so that all just started and I was so excited and, I hadn't done much singing. I'd only done a little bit in the kiddies band thing and always loved music as a kid and also as a teenager. That was, you know, the old love songs. That was oh, my yeah. thing, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just started writing and also just taught myself chords so that I could put music behind it. And I'm still just a very basic chord player basically, on the keyboard just for that purpose, really, or ads in church or whatever. And what happened from there? We just, um, I just persevered. I kept going and write every morning. And then, I, you know, the church I was at at that point was into it. We did it. Then I was a, a worship sort of leader at um, the church in a few years after that, and they wanted an album done and things like that. And it just kept going from there. Right. Um, God would open open doors. And he just said to me very clearly in the beginning, he said to me, share your songs. Mm. And that to me is the premise for, you know, recording, putting things online because, you know, I think we can get very caught up in promotion and, you know, being an artist or whatever, not that I call myself that. Well, I don't like to be called that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, yeah, I think well, I have to, I have to share the songs. So that's how we do it these days, and also live, of course. And I've been in Godly churches where we've used my songs as well. 
Uh, if I don't see a question, Paul. It does certainly does. Yeah, that and that tells tells our uh, tells us where you know your your journey, and that's that's what we really want to uh, have. God takes us all on a journey, and it's different for each of us, and yet um, in different in different ways, the journey leads to a, to very a very similar place. Uh, and if if we will allow Him to to use us, and we're just obedient to what He's calling us, as you said, He, he just spoke to you said. You know, this is these are your songs, and I I like what you said, Nicole. And I want to pick up on that, if we may. That you said sometimes we don't like to call ourselves. Did you, did you say you don't you don't like to call yourself an artist? And it is mm. yeah. And I, we hear that from a lot of a lot of Christian artists, and myself as a singer songwriter, um, I feel that too. That sometimes we we just don't feel right. There's something just not right about. I'll say the word promoting ourselves, but you said you said something about you know we we need to do that. Do you want to expand on that just a little bit? What? How did you get past that? Uh, oh, sure. So with regards to artists, I think for me it sort of is more of a pointing to me, and I, that's not obviously what it's about. So there is a fine line. But yeah. artist is what's recognised by the world, so that's the way it is. Like I guess it's a position of the heart. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's why it doesn't fit great. Um, but in terms of marketing, so what you said, or promoting, yeah. Well, so you know, that's. Lord, yeah, I think so marketing good. might marketing might be a better word. I don't, but I don't know. I don't know which. Uh, but either sure. one. Sure. So because the Lord said to me, share. That means get it out there, <laughs> share it to different people. That you can uh-huh. across any platform, really. Um. For me, that's the the green light for that. Um, in in terms of marketing, if you mean actually spending your own resource, whether that be time or if it's easier for you to you know pay someone to do it, then I guess it's the same thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, I think for me, I try and sort of listen to the Holy Spirit as to how I bend that resource and where I do it. But good. I guess yes. it does does need to be done otherwise, especially online because there's so much out there that it'll just sit there probably otherwise. Um, rare cases, perhaps not, but you've got to actually bring people's attention to it in some That's way. true. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of liken it to uh, the parable that Jesus told about, uh, you know, giving the, the, the count, yeah, the parable of the talents. How the one the one guy just hit his talent, took his talent, and hit it in the ground, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, which I, I, I and what I guess when I and I think maybe this for our listeners too, somebody needs to hear this. Uh, for me, um, that comes to my mind whenever I think of oh, number one, I shouldn't be promoting myself because it's not about me, and I don't want people to think that oh, look at him. You know, look what he's doing, uh, or yeah, or number. Thought it was there was a number two there, which just went out of my mind. Um, <laughs> it's uh, oh, that happens all the time, but um, yeah. But Jesus told that parable of the talents, and he he when when we get uh, when we start thinking, well, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't be promoting. We shouldn't be marketing ourselves for whatever reason. Um, Oh, I know what it was. We we have a we have a responsibility to do that. 
Not, not mm-hmm. only is it okay, mm-hmm. but I think we have a responsibility. And I think that's what you're oh, saying. Too. Yes. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's saying to you, Nicole, these are your songs. I've given these to you. I didn't give them to mm-hmm. you to just uh, sit on a CD somewhere or whatever and just for nobody to hear them. Yeah. Yes. Great point. Oh, yeah. I love that analogy. Yeah. Mm, that's excellent. Yeah, hope, and yeah, also, hope. Mm, go ahead. So I was thinking uh, in terms of songwriters in general, I think there's a big leap from someone who's just starting to write, or maybe they have been for a few years, getting then getting to that point where what do I do next or what, how do I develop it into a song and people can get different help with that. But one of the things that the Lord sort of showed me a while ago is that when he gives us, if it's if we get a prophetic word, for example, that is given for a reason. So if a song that's inspired by the Holy Spirit is given, then that's given for a reason. And that means whoever the community is that will hear, maybe it's the household, maybe it's the church, perhaps it's a secular radio, perhaps it's, you know, a hit internationally christian music radio or whatever there there's a message there that people need to hear and each person has a unique message to sing out to you know to share in that song and i think when we're given that gift there is again there's that responsibility to um what's the word not shepherd it but um steward it so steward it. Um, yes. I think there can be there can be a big gap because people see, oh, there's so many songs. There's, you know, so many great songs. I could never measure up. And we're just starting a songwriting group very locally here. And mm-hmm. just to really nurture and encourage people to um at least have a space to share their songs. So and that was the premise of some of that, that um yeah. having that that gift to share because someone needs to hear it there we that's that's perfect that's perfect and how mm-hmm. how often nicole have you had somebody come up to you after after you've sung somewhere and you know say how much a particular song or your ministry you know touched them yeah so definitely getting that that feedback is encouraging absolutely. yes Yep, but mm. let, let you know it's it's I I say it's God's mm. way of letting you know. Hey, okay, Nicole, you did a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So you play keyboard. Do you play guitar as well? You just, you just... No, I don't. But my hubby okay. does. So <laughs> okay, good. There That's you go. Handy. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, um, what is your and you, so you're doing both? You're you're getting your music out there online. You've got your Facebook page. You've got your website. You're doing Instagram and all that stuff. YouTube channel and all of that, which is great. You do awesome. But then you also are going out and singing live. What's your What's your favorite type of venue to to present your your ministry live? So this is a really interesting one, actually, and because I um I've been in worship ministry in church for years and years and years. Yeah, it's been a very constant weekly or by week, you know, by monthly or whatever. And I actually felt very strongly, very clearly. In, in fact, I could almost feel heaven on earth as he was saying to me in terms of like he broke through with his spirit, yeah. telling me to stop um, ministering in church. So it's an interesting transition because, you know, it's all set there for you. That's where you do your regular. You've got, you know, your process of practice and keeping your voice in shape. And, mm. you know, it's very 
easy to be in that system. Although having said that, there's a lot of work. You've got to bring your best. And I always, you know, try and do that. Not a naturally yep. gifted, you know, yeah. necessarily, but um, right, right. more of a worship leader and songwriter and stuff. But um, so that happened last October, and I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I do now? Is this all been for? Is that, is that it? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's sort of gradually, so continuing about uh, things. I've done. On and off for different years, and I did one a few months ago, sharing at a high school. So a lot of my stuff's outreach now. Um, okay, so I yeah. go and share on the love of God at you know high schools, which is amazing, which includes um, my songs and my testimony. So yeah. his love and what it's done deeply in my life, so that's a big one. Um, then there's things like do the smaller things like the connect groups, and then there's our songwriters meeting, been in, I've actually been asked to do a couple of live uh, ministry or performances or whatever I call it ministry at you know a festival with a friend and a chapel service and and different things like that. So in terms of my favorite, oh, and also the Lord said do online worship as well. So that's interesting yeah. Okay, well. I see um, some of your some of your videos are on there and stuff, and you've done. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, my favorite. Probably need another year to tell you my favorite because I'm oh, really okay. just entering into this new season. Okay, sure, that's that's fair. That, that's fair enough. Yeah, I love I love ministering at church. All things being equal, I love leading worship. That's my you know I love that. But mm. that's obviously it being a change now. So. Uh, I'll do tell you, you my favorite thing when I've done a few different things. Okay, we'll talk again like a year, in a year from now, and we'll we'll talk about that. What, <laughs> so when you when you lead worship, Nicole, do you do you um, make mm-hmm. a is it is it a combination of you know a cover songs, so to speak, and and your own songs? Do you mix them in? Um, yeah, it depends on what they're after. Um, yeah. Okay. So at the high school, for example. We might start with a song, you know, beautiful name or something, and get you know gather everyone in worship. Then yeah. I might um, share one of mine and talk about what the song's about and how it relates to my life and encourage, and then bring another one of mine. Oh. At the chapel service I'm going to, I'll probably do the same. Start with a corporate song, but I think they really want me to share my songs. Right. Um. Yeah, so it depends what the the setting yeah. is and what they ask for. Yeah, but I but I love it. Be, I love it that you're free. You you sound it's not like you're basically free to do that. You can you can mix in your own songs, uh, oh. and, and and using other ones. That that is awesome. And I I think, and this is just my personal opinion, that uh, it is such a blessing that when. Uh, we can do cover songs, do corporate worship songs, as you said, and then, and then be able to, uh, to add in some original songs. You know, some artists stick to one or the other, but, um, and again, there's nothing wrong with, with any method of, of doing it, but I'm just, my, my personal opinion is to be able to, to, uh, mix them up and give, give something, something original, but also be able to, to lead them in uh songs that they're used to whether okay. it's traditional hymns or modern you know praise and worship whatever yeah yes absolutely no. i i usually wait on the lord about it as well so i'll ask god and see what all comes yeah. all boils down to me <laughs> amen there you go yes. yeah that's right <laughs> we'll be right back with more of the Notespire radio artist insight right after this 
all of the podcasts produced at Notespire Music, as well as portions of the programming on WNSM-DB Notespire Radio, are sponsored by O'Brien Custom Guitars in York, Pennsylvania. At O'Brien Custom Guitars, they build guitars, basses, lap steels, and cigar box guitars specifically crafted to each individual customer's specifications. And they perform repairs, modifications, and setups using high-quality hardware, electronics, and materials. For a custom quote or more info, contact Sean at O'Brien Custom Guitars at gmail.com. That's O'Brien Custom Guitars at gmail.com. And by Eric Rapp Music. Eric is a singer and songwriter from Pennsylvania, USA, and has been sharing his music for the Lord for over 40 years. His mission is to convey the good news to everyone, to encourage believers, and to help those who are disadvantaged, discouraged, and beaten down to find hope, joy, and peace. In addition to his solo shows, his work with the Save a Life Tour and All Saints Evangelistic Movement helps reach out to those in need in the inner cities. Visit Eric Rapp at his Facebook and Reverb Nation pages at Eric Rapp Music. We thank these folks for their partnership and support. To find out how you can advance your impact by becoming a sponsor of Notespire Music, visit our website at notespiremusic.com. Hey, we talked earlier before we hit record, we talked about gaps. And I wrote, I wrote the word gaps here. And this might be of interest uh, and, and touch home for somebody, too. Um, and I had mentioned uh, for you listeners, what, what are you guys talking about? Well, here's what we were talking about. Um, is, as uh, Nicole just said, she's out there um, on a relatively regular basis using her gifts live, leading worship, uh, etc., and where, and I said, said for, for me personally, uh, going back 10, 15 years, I was doing that regularly too, as an artist, getting out there a couple, at least a couple times a month and, and, and to singing. Um, but now with Notes by Our Radio, Notes by Our Music, I don't do that as often. I only go basically out when somebody calls me, which might be only two or three times a year. And I'm using my, my gifts in the studio and th- et cetera, et cetera. But, um, and I think them, yeah. I, I think Nicole, you you asked me, well, how do you do that with such a big gap in between your opportunities to go out and sing live? And I I half jokingly said, well, I have to get over the stage fright freshly, uh, fresh each time. <laughs> it's true. Uh, when you're doing something all the time, it's kind of it's pretty much easy to just uh, the next time you do it. But if you haven't done it in six or eight months, then it's it tends to be a little harder. Um, and Nicole, I'm not sure where we're actually going to go with this, but there's probably people listening that may be on both sides of that, of that fence. Uh, somebody might be saying, yeah, you know, I get, I only get to go out and sing once or twice a year. Um, and, and others are like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm out there every week. So, um, yeah. So what do we, what do we tell our listeners about that? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's always the opportunity to help serve in the local church as well. So that's brilliant mm. in that way. But if you're not actually in that season, such as myself at the moment, yeah. um, I, I guess God knows my heart. So even when I was performing pre-Christian in a kid's band that I mentioned to you offline, I think, yes. um, that I wrote fast for and so forth, 
But even in that time, I said to the girls, I only want to be doing this if I'm doing it regularly because it'll be too hard to build up, you know, the the nerve each time. Um, Mm. So that really propelled us to do marketing and so forth. I've even said to worship leaders in different churches, if yeah, I'd love to lead worship, um, but I, I will need to do it regularly. So if you're happy to, you know, put me on once a month, happy to do that. <laughs> Always yeah. did this, you know, praying about it and so forth. Yeah. Because we don't need heaps of stress every time in our life. We need to be able to live as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, so God knows my heart with that. So this is why it was such a big step for me to stop doing weekly ministry, uh, at least once a month at ministry at church. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I guess I've shot that up to the Lord and said, okay, you know that I can't just leave at six months and do nothing and then jump yeah. up. That's not going to be the easiest thing for me. Right. And that's when he revealed to me a few different areas. So some are things that I bring about in terms of online worship or high schools and so forth. And the other things will come up organically like invitations. So, um, I've always got a bargain with the Lord. <laughs> I almost, you know, it's almost like I've said I'm happy to do this, and if, if you know, if I've got something to bring, but you know what I'm like, um, and I'm actually a psychologist too. And when it comes to anxiety, we talk mm. about graded exposure. So if someone's anxious about something, it might be phobias, it might be performing. Um, the recommendation, one of the recommendations, is graded exposure. So you do it a step at a time, and you do it regularly. So that comes in line with that. So um, that's one of the strategies. But, yeah, so God knows my heart. If there came a point where I hadn't ministered for six months or something, I'd be really seeking him and saying, what's going on? Okay. <laughs> and I really want to get really, really, you know, nervous. Right. Um, but it is very strong about you need to do this. But, you, you know, you you jump off the cliff and you trust in him that, that he will carry you. You know what I mean? They're the they're the principles that I live off anyway. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and uh, I can I my testimony. <laughs> yeah, well, yes and no. <laughs> my my testimony to, to that would be that I, you know, when I, uh, like the last time I was asked to go out and sing, I it it, it probably had been six months since I had done it. Ah, um, yeah. And I tell you, um. But I, I mean, I've been around long enough and done it long enough that it wasn't like, oh, I can't do this. But there was that mm. level of anxiety that mm. um, before, like, I just, I, I wasn't sure I wanted to. I wasn't sure if I could. Mm. And yet I knew that I could, yes. if that makes any sense. But yet, yes, here's, yeah. here's the testimony part that after, once once I got up on the church platform and started singing, it was that it just all went away. Yeah, I was right where yeah. God wanted me to be. And afterwards, I said, "What was I worried about? What was I scared of?" It was it was awesome. It's, and the I, battles in the mind, isn't yeah, it? The battles yeah, in the mind. It sure yeah. is. And God showed up, and He was right there, and He got me through it. And I'd say, "Okay, Lord, let's do this again." <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, somebody listening uh, got a little bit out out of that. Hey, let's let's talk a little bit, if we could. Just I wanted to I wanted to ask you, and of course we're on this. This is going to be on Notes by Radio, which you know, as an internet station, we're reaching 
anybody around the world that has an internet connection, basically. And mm-hmm. we have listeners in Australia. We've got uh, regular listeners in Australia. Oh, great. Um, yeah, we I noticed a couple in Finland today. Uh, yeah, all over the place. So, um, but what is the what is the atmosphere or the whatever? That's not the right word. What is the situation like there? especially around where you are. Are there Christian radio stations that are that are active uh, and, and in Christian music, uh, you know, either over the air or internet or both? What's the, what is it like there? Hmm. Wow. Um, that's actually, I might not be the right person to talk to about okay. that. I've, my songs have been on a few Christian radios in Australia. Okay, and yeah. I don't spend a lot of time as I, I mean, I guess you know, I contacted you, Paul, and told you about my latest releases, and yeah. I've done that with a few. I don't cover everybody though; it's something I just do when I have the time. Right. Um, right. So I guess what I'm saying, I'm not overly familiar okay. with what the situation is like from an artist perspective yeah understand yeah um but there's certainly some great christian stations here absolutely um would you say the regionally capital cities okay Mm. yeah would you say it's it's pretty open for christian artists to uh to you know perform and and get get there yeah okay yeah I i think if you've got the right sound i think radio is probably a little bit different to my sound mine's quite often worship based Yes. Radio tends to have a lot of upbeat, you know, um, uplifting. Not that mine's not that uplifting. Um, right. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, the ED. Um, traveling. EDM, they go, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I, Unless I have a worship hour. Um, yeah, again, I'm not overly familiar. So, right. But there's definitely, you know, if you have the right sound, I guess, for yeah. what their listeners Mm-hmm. enjoy then it's sure. definitely open i would say yeah okay mm. i'm not sure where i was going with that either just kind of curious something <laughs> i was curious and wrote down here um yeah let's okay then we and we've touched on some of this already but let's dig into this just a little deeper before we finish up here and i i know that uh from talking to different artists and interviewing them and artists we've worked with here uh in the studio uh, as far as music or uh, video or whatever, marketing and promotion, stuff like that. Um, everybody faces obstacles, Everybody, whether they're mm. internal or external. And mm. I, I always like to get uh, you as, uh, and probably we did this before when we taught Nicole, I always like to have the, the whoever I'm interviewing uh, talk a little about some of the obstacles or maybe a major obstacle that you uh, have faced or you do face and with the hopes of maybe inc- maybe giving a word of encouragement to somebody that might be facing something similar right now. So what would you say some a, one of the biggest artic- obstacles that you faced in doing what God has called you to do? In the songwriting aspect, do you mean, or as an artist? Uh, just as an artist in general, it could be just as a songwriter. Mm. It could be, uh, yeah. What's What's mm. the most common brick wall that you seem to come up against? Wow, I think if I'm just sort of scanning over the span of it, um, I, I think like with any gift, you have to give it the time. Mm. So, I think if people are time poor or they don't want to put that time in, that could be a real barrier. 
So it's and it's it's sort of isolating as well. Um, songwriting is often very much on your own. However, yeah. there seems to have been a bit of a shift in that in the past five or ten years, in that there's a lot of collaboration a lot that's of happening co- now. Yes, we see that here too. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, yes. And I think what happened around the time actually when it started that happened started happening a lot secularly as well. Yeah, um, that seems to be a bit of a trend that started in the last ten years or so. So I think giving that time, um, doing, you know, the sitting down, persevering, um, mm. trying to, you know, do follow the avenues that the doors that are opened or the ones that aren't as yet. Yeah. It's consistency, I think. I, I, really I just wrote important. that word. I was just going to say consistency yeah. probably is the biggest one, yes. or the bigger one. Yeah. But one of the biggest, I think, that I have found personally, and this is where the songwriting group for us locally here, I'm hoping will encourage others, is actually creating a space, like having a form of expression. I know that songwriting and then getting songs into churches or anywhere else, it can be stunted very early in the process for people and they can become very discouraged um, okay. in in many ways. So I think actually having a forum to give expression to it can be, and I don't know what it's like in America, I actually think it's a little bit different. But I've talked to others in the US as well and there's not a lot of opportunity in churches necessarily and there's different reasons for that. Um, but having a place to share the songs is a huge, can be seen as a huge obstacle. Oh, and yes. To keep persevering through that. Yeah. Yeah. You write, you feel like you've, you've, you write one song, you write, you write another song, you write another song, you're being creative. But, but if there's no, if there's no outlet for it, nobody to hear it, uh, yeah, it'd be very discouraging after a while. Yeah. Yes, and it would be the same with any artist, wouldn't it? If you're an yes, actor or if you're a that's painter what I'm, or yeah. Right. An author. There's a lot of time that goes in behind oh, the scenes. Yeah. Hours and hours, thousands of hours. And if you don't have that ability to share it, then it's really even though it's therapeutic for yourself, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's it's really meant to be shared, I guess. So so as a as a psychologist, um, touch on this a little bit for us. Uh, uh, and this this came up recently in the last within the last month or so. It was, it was an article I read or somebody I talked to that creative people have to create, and if we don't, it can actually affect us in negative ways. Can you expand on that just a little? Right. Yes, I think that could be right. Um, I think that. Creative people, we're all creative in some way, mm-hmm. um, but I think there's some who have that real emphasis or focus in their life of being creative. But I think if, again, it's we're not expressing our gift or being creative in the way that we're designed to, well, then we're not living our passion, are we? We're not, um, that sort of thing could turn into maybe depression, um, discouragement, loss of joy because yeah. we're not moving in our God-designed passions, creativity, and gifts, and so forth. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, I, I guess I, I can say mm -hmm. I've, I've experienced some of that. Maybe you have too when you don't when you're not able mm -hmm. to do that. So what advice would you give uh, someone who's who's right now saying, oh, that light bulb is coming on and saying, oh, wow, I, that's why I'm, they're putting two and two together and realizing I haven't been creative lately. I haven't been doing what I want to do. And I'm feeling terrible. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling, oh. yeah, what would you, any, any advice for that person? Yeah, I guess it depends. If Say if they were a client of mine, I'd be asking what's been going on in their life. Maybe mm. something's happened that's, you know, there's high stress, so they've got no time, or are there, there's a self-esteem thing going on, um, or there's been a crisis, so they're struggling, or anxiety and so forth. So I'd be looking at, well, where have things sort of gone a bit astray in my life if I'm not walking that sort of path and using it. There is seasons as well, and I'm not riding myself as much as what I used to. There was definitely bigger seasons for that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if they're feeling that way, the problem is with these, when we go on a negative cycle, so if stuff's happening in our lives, it might be a loss, for example. Yeah. Then we go on this negative cycle of, you know, sadness, which can turn into depression and then we start maybe not exercising and not being creative and not being social so when those things start closing down it's a matter of then starting them up again slowly as you know in a small mm -hmm. way to get back mm -hmm. on track because then they start to fuel the positive things for mental health and yeah, uh, holistically right. and so forth yeah that makes sense. I did a podcast, which I think is the most recent one. It's on our uh, on our uh, channel um, out there now on uh, on um, on all the podcast sites. It's called the uh, Don't Wait Don't Wait Till You Feel Better, and yeah. and that was kind of kind of addressing that uh, because people don't feel yeah. good, they just don't create. But don't wait till you feel better. Get do it, and then kind of like. Doing, how would you say it? You do it and the feelings will follow or something like Absolutely, that? Absolutely, Paul. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's a God gift, that's going to then contain, you know, the anointing possibly or God's life or spirit, then that's going to really feed you and, yeah. and things. Yeah. Well, there's somebody listening, Nicole, that I think, uh, hope, hopefully a lot of people listening that uh, have been helped by what you and I have been sharing. And uh, if you guys, if you guys are out there and you've, and you're, you're getting something out of this, uh, Bill, please feel free to, uh, Find Nicole on online. Her website. Let's see, what was it, Nicole? Uh, it's I think my website's down at the moment. I've had a bit of a virus or something. So oh, okay, well, probably just better off going onto the Facebook. Facebook, sure. Yeah, YouTube. You, you'll find her at Nicole Spowart. That's S P O W A R T. Nicole Spowart Music. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. Please send her a message. Uh, just say hi. Uh, if you were, if any anything that we've t talked about uh, has uh, maybe had an, touched your heart, or maybe you want to respond to it or whatever, we'd love to hear. That'd be I'm lovely. Sure, yeah, to hear your story and uh, yeah, or just just say hello. So, um, Nicole, finally, just before we go off here, what's what's the latest? Uh, what's the most recent song and single that you have put out? I just wanted to make sure people knew about that. Or has, has yeah, there been one I recently? Think 
There has. So this one really ties back to my testimony. It called you David All. And mm-hmm. just really quickly in terms of psychology, we've this attachment theory talks about, you know, we have certain attachment. It might be healthy attachment growing up to relationships or avoidant or insecure. And pre-meeting God, I had a bit of an avoidant attachment, and people can Google that. It's all over the internet. Uh-huh. Um, you got to be careful with some sources, but this is fairly generic. So I found it very hard, you know, to sort of push away um, relationships and things um, because I was unhealed internally. But since mm. he's done a big work in my life, um, I now am a healthy, what we call a healthy attachment. <laughs> yeah. And there's words in the song said, it talks about you gave it all, so God sent his son and took the fall for me. So he gave it all so that we could have life to the fullest. And we do, we've done that because he gave his son, mm. which is amazing. Oh, that brings it all back home, doesn't it? That's what it's mm. all about. That's yeah. what it's all about right it's there. It's called You Gave It All. Yeah, you, I love that one. Please, friends, mm. go to go to her Facebook page or her YouTube channel, wherever. Please listen to Spotify, that song. yep. Spotify, wherever you wherever you get your music, uh, Nicole Spowart, and you gave it all. Um, I'm gonna Nicole later uh, when we get done here. I'm gonna I'm gonna check our station and make sure if we don't have that song, I'll email you and have uh, okay, great. Have, have you send it to me because I want to make sure that we have that. I Nicole, think that was the last one I sent you, so I think it, pro- be, it probably it. is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it probably is. But I'll, I'll double check. So, Nicole, thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, My pleasure. I'm always blessed when I talk to artists, especially yourself, and uh, I know thank that we uh, we've blessed some. Uh, God has blessed through us some of the listeners. All, hopefully, all of the listeners and uh, friends. Don't re- don't forget that uh, you may be hearing this on WNSM DB Notespire Radio, and this uh, it's called the Artist Insight. It airs Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. But uh, if and if you're hearing it on the station, I want to remind you that this is also out there as a podcast. So all you have to do is go online and search for the word Notespire, N-O-T-E-S-P-I-R-E, and you will see our various podcasts. And this one is, of course, the Artist Insight and you can listen to uh, this interview and other ones right there at your favorite podcast site. So, Nicole, you enjoy the rest of your day. It's it's uh, the day is starting for you and it's ending for us here. Yes. But <laughs> so enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, and please keep Thank in touch. You. And we'll do this again, and maybe uh, somewhere down the road. Not a few years. Let's not wait that long. All right. That sounds good. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Nicole. You too, Nicole. All right. You have a great day and God bless. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Notespire Radio Artist Insight. We hope you've enjoyed the program today. And join us next time when we again bring you a unique look into the lives, music, and ministries of Christian artists. Here on Notespire Radio Artist Insight.